Seven minutes after the hour of 8 a.m., it's Saturday. It's February 24th, 2024. Wow. <laughs> February's Not almost... Not even around the corner. February's Not even around the corner done. anymore. What's that? Yes, right. I said it's not even around the corner anymore. It's election day. Yes, it is. So here it, be- no. it all begins. It, it's so, so it's like watching a kid grow, you know, four <laughs> years ago. And, you know, now all of a sudden it's four years later and the election kid has grown once again into a monster. Well, it looks like it. So <laughs> good, good to talk to Eagle Man. I hope, yeah. hope you've had a good week. I had a wonderful week. Uh, I always have a good week. I have fun wherever I am. So that's a good uh, that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. So, well, uh, boy, we got a lot of uh, the national days, Shane. We got a lot of them today. It's it's open that bottle night. <laughs> oh, I, oh, that was last night. So yeah. Well, last that's night. every night for you. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, I'll have to do it again tonight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's also World Bartender Day. And uh, they've done that, yeah. It's national um, uh, trading card day. I've uh, been there, done that as a kid. Baseball yeah. card, it's international sword swallower day, or as you would say, sword no. sword swallower day. Sword, no, <laughs> they've never gotten there. Yeah, just food. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, speaking of food, it's also international. I hate coriander day. And you being a farmer uh, running the Bacchus Pub here in Bozeman and whatever, uh, I'm I'm sure you didn't use any coriander in any recipe. Oh no, I did. I used coriander in soups and and in uh, sausage making. Well, I don't know. I think it should be outlawed. It's uh, it <laughs> it looks like a, a cross between parsley and marijuana. So I so there you I go. Know, it's an ugly. It's an ugly. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> It doesn't smoke anything like that. No, it doesn't. No. So, well, and the other thing too, since you ran the the Bacchus Pub down in the Baxter Hotel for a few years, uh, it's also Clam Chowder Day, and I'm sure you made a lot of clam chowder. Every Friday mm-hmm. with a bun, five fifty, and <laughs> uh, we had a bat and back that made fifty gallons on Fridays. We would make three hundred gallons of clam chowder. And we would go through 90 50 pound bags of potatoes. I was going to say, not to mention the case, yeah, cases right. of clams. I mean, it was it was great carrots, onions, oh yeah, flour, milk, mm-hmm. cream. I never. Oh, and coriander. Yeah, of course, <laughs> kind of coriander there. I um, I don't know. Uh, clam chowder always tasted like potato soup to me, so I don't know. It's uh, hard. We well, have to be careful, especially on the East Coast, because if you go on the East Coast. And they say clam chowder. You got to ask: Is that Boston or yeah. New England? Boston clam chowder. Yeah, or New England. Boston clam, clam chowder is made with tomatoes, and it's not any good. Not it's, good at all. So, like. all right. So there we go. So, all right. Well, the text line uh, opened before we even got started, Shane. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Tom Eagleoff, your morning mayor in the house. Shane Matalbin, half man, half amazing. He's in Kamloops, Canada, and. Uh, we're here every Saturday, 8 to 11. Uh, if you want to be a part, big part of the broadcast, you can do that. Uh, the uh, phone number is 406-522-TALK, 406-522-8255. You can text us at 406-478-8298 if you're uncomfortable speaking on the air and uh, give us your thoughts that way. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, it's looking more like Trump is going to prison. Too bad talk radio refuses to talk about David. Nikki Haley, seriously, she's our best hope to uh, avoid Biden 2.0 or worse, Harris. And we're going to talk about uh, Haley in just a moment. So, uh, gold sneakers, <laughs> fools won't even see see their kicks until July, if ever. A fool and his Social Security check are soon parted. So, I don't know what that means. Well, it's amazing. He <laughs> sold them for 350 yeah. I think he, it was only like a hundred or something, two hundred. Yeah, I don't know. Like that. Yeah. And and they're selling on eBay now for over thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah. I know. So there you go. Republicans mo- losing their minds over uh, one point two billion for people who have been paying for ten years uh, but didn't blink when tax cuts uh, added two trillion to the debt. That's two hundred times more. And a so called FBI informant who lied about Biden's barisma. Mula got arrested again. Liars always get caught. So we got a lot to talk about, Shane, <laughs> this morning. He, he got released on bond. Yeah. So he, he, he's up. And uh, he, he'll fight. I mean, the story is so ridiculous, Eagle Man. He was an informer for 18 years with the FBI. They I know. Yeah. Him. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it goes on from there. So uh, <laughs> if they were going to arrest this guy, it would have been, well, they've had 18 years to arrest him, right? I'm talking about the Justice Department. Well, I would think so. Let's go beat up on Trump in, in, you know, in uh, the second card fight. I mean, you know, he's he's the first card fight, but this guy's a second card fight. All right. Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Call your own with the amazing Tom and Shane. What's up? One more time. All right, let's try here. Call your own with Tom and Shane. Nope, not there either. Well, come on. Let's. What's going on here? Oh, anyway, what's going on here? I mean, the thing is flashing up there. That's right. <laughs> ah, stupid. That's phone. what. That's what it's supposed to do. Yeah, stupid phone lines. I don't know. I hate them. I don't know what's going on. So. Yeah. Hello. Call. Are you there? Absolutely. He is indeed. Good morning, good sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, Greetings from the uh, big stick where the wind comes whipping down the interstate. All right. Um, a, a slight correction to Shane, and uh, it's Manhattan clown chowder that has the tomatoes. Okay. Hello. And Boston. Yeah. Yeah. New England clam chowder is the uh, white stuff. It's All the right. cream and the potatoes, yeah. 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 Well, Manhattan's got potatoes, tomatoes. Probably no coriander, but that's uh, that's a horse. No, but they got green peppers and red peppers. Yeah, they got all kinds of stuff in there in Manhattan. Yeah. Hey, gentlemen. um, Yeah. Your first uh, uh, seminal texter who likes Mickey Haley. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's not going to fly. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And this. You just mentioned this uh, Alexis Smirnoff. Like you said, all these years the FBI was depending on him to be a you know a reliable source, and now all of a sudden for uh, Russians, Russian yeah. information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's Russia. Yeah, they're and, and, and then the, the, the Justice Department arrested him for having conversations with Russian people. <laughs> yeah, I mean the hypocrisy yeah. is like. This. 
Well, they're pulling out the same the same card they did in the in, in the last election. You know, everything is Russian disinformation. But I believe that yeah. he's got more ties to the Ukraine than he does to Russia. But yeah, that has to be uh, you know sorted out. But even but, more than I, that, I, even more than that, isn't this a uh, a wake up call to other potential whistleblowers? Uh, hey, if you've ever said anything to us. We're going to find it, and we're going to light you up. So just yeah. just stay in your cubicle, uh, do your paperwork, and shut the hell up. Right. It's, it's, it's amazing. And here's another thing, too, Tom. I believe there's a connection between this latest um, firing of uh, Catherine Herridge uh, over at CBS. You must have heard about that, I right? did, yeah. Yeah, they dumped her and, for uh, – Yeah. I, I Well – I think a lot of these networks are trying to be more Fox like, you know, they're, they're more, uh, they want to show both sides, whether or not they're biased to one side or the other, but they want to show both of them. And the uh, rank and file on air people are just revolting against that. And they ain't going to do it. You know, Rachel Maddow is not going to go pro Trump anytime soon. Well, let me ask you a question. Why in the world would this woman who had all those years at Fox turn around and, and sign with CBS unless they offered her some kind of great package. Well, you'd either think that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Or either that or they got her over there so that mm-hmm. they could, because she was a good journalist. I mm-hmm. mean, she was uncovering a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it was definitely, um, um, uh, you know, the corruption um, mm-hmm. in, in, in the administration and maybe past administration. So I be, my my take on this is they lured her over to CBS just so they could get to her, let her go, and now mm-hmm. they want her all her files and her computer and all that sort of stuff. And I thought, you know, sources being uncovered, that's sacrosanct in the, in the press. Uh, yeah, know. normally they don't uh, confiscate your all your files and all that stuff. You know, that's kind of your, right. your personal work papers stuff. Right. And the First and, Amendment and protects thing, that. You're safe in your papers right. and your personal, you know, stuff. Right. And and another thing, guys, this Alexei Smirnoff, this uh, FBI whistleblower who is now a liar, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. This guy could wind up like Alaska, Alexei Navalny. I mean, this could be this – this is dangerous. This is really dangerous the way these people operate. I'm sorry. Yeah. I have no. Well, uh, look at the ballerina. Uh, you know, the Russians arrested. Yeah. <laughs> what was um, the matter with her? Two two was too short, or what? I don't know. I'm just glad it wasn't any of the family from Montana, huh, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Tom, I yeah. have a question for you. Sure. Um, and it doesn't. I don't think it'll apply to Shane. Um, but first, I have to make mention now that the um, that they're trying to pass a, uh, a, a financial package to prevent the government shutdown. Yeah. Did you hear now it's not an omnibus bill? It's a minibus bill. <laughs> it's minibus. an SUV bill. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, these people, they amaze me. But the question I have for you, Tom, is I don't know if you heard this, but um, Hannity, I believe, in the last segment, was interviewing um uh i forgot his name already uh he's a uh, he's, he has a podcast and he's very well respected but he mentioned mm-hmm. that the fcc just put out a requirement 
that all broadcasters must reveal the demographics of its employees. Did you hear this? No, I didn't hear that. No, you might want to you might want to get on the FCC website because it just occurred in the last couple of days, and I don't know if it applies to um, talk radio broadcasts, <clears throat> religious stations, music stations, mm-hmm. news stations, sports stations. I don't know if it's a you know if it's a blanket requirement for all um, radio stations. Yeah, I was very curious. It, it, it does cover radio stations and TV networks. Oh, really? So there you are. I haven't got my notice yet, but uh, that may be because I'm unemployable. Well, it's because you volunteer and you're not paid (laughs) and you're, you know, you're a strong, tall white man. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to alter your appearance once every week, I guess. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm in trouble because I identify as a Canadian. Oh, that's the worst. Come on, Tom. Be nice to the poor Yeah, fella. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I just. Yeah. And I, the last thing I'd like to say is the Republicans mm-hmm. in the House and the Senate better get their act together. The yeah. House is on a slim margin. This next election just could t- turn out to be a Democrat majority in both in mm-hmm. both houses. And they're very quiet about things. And I, I wish they'd get a backbone. Mm-hmm. I really do. Who knows? Um, what can I tell you? It's it's going to be an interesting year. I'll say. And how do you think the outcome of this uh, uh, South Carolina primary is going to come out? Well, I think Trump's going to be ahead in it. How much is the question? I think. But uh, well, the key the key to this vote today is one vote, and that's the African American vote. How much voting? How much African Americans vote for Trump? Really? That, that's the only thing that's the key today. If it's over 10%, and I think it will be, then it's a, a march all the way to the East Coast Sea. Uh, you know, they, they, may, they may rename Trump Sherman. Huh. Well, I've listened to uh, a number of um, sound bites and, and, and campaigns uh, during this uh, primary for in South Carolina, and I don't believe Mickey Haley has come out and said what she wants to do. She's constantly criticizing Trump, saying he's guilty, he's going to be in jail, and we need somebody younger. And I haven't heard what her, you know, what what she would do if she was elected. And to me, that's that's most important. We know what Trump would do. We know exactly what to do. Well, and, oh yeah. Well, and, and the Democrats are scared stiff of it. That's why they're doing I mean, I all this thing. I, Go ahead. Well, I, I watched his rally last night, and one of the best lines in the rally was he was introducing the governor of South Carolina and his wife, and he said, and I got him in that office because I gave Haley the ambassadorship to the U.N. to make him governor. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right. Crowd well, went crazy. <laughs> yep. Well, thanks for taking my call, fellas. Be safe out there, Tom. Bozeman is turning into a, uh, you know, a knife factory. Yeah, amen to that. <laughs> All right, thanks, Jerry. Good to hear from you. You too, sir. Have a bye great bye weekend. Now. Take care, yeah.
Uh, from our text line, what's the identity of the person that killed that young uh, mother on I-90 driving the wrong way? Um, I've looked at several news things here, and the, they're for whatever reason, they're not identifying the, the driver. So I'm not sure what's up with that. So we'll keep looking. Well, I, I saw something on uh, social media that it was a migrant. Well, it could be. Uh, but uh, yeah. anyway, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Valerie in, a, in Russian jail sent lots of money to Ukraine. That's on our app chat line, AM 1450 KMMS on your smartphone. The dual citizenship Russian ballerina donated $50 to the Ukraine Relief Fund four years ago. She's being held for a treason. There you go, Shane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Unbelievable, but true. <laughs> Well, uh, the U.S. military is tracking a high-altitude balloon uh, flying over the western part of the country, Shane. U.S. officials told CBS News a military aircraft has spotted the balloon and determined it is not a threat, but its origin and purpose are unknown at this time, and they say it's about the size of a microwave rather than 42 buses that the China one was, I guess. So. Well, it might be a high school test or you, you know, some yeah. I'm sure that's it. Yeah, I'm sure it's one of those high school Lots of things. balloons in the air. Lots yeah. and lots of balloons. Yeah, I'm sure it's one of those uh, things they uh, put a note in it and uh, send it and hope somebody will find it and whatever. So so anyway, there's not much on that uh, other than, uh, you know, we've had the scare earlier, but this one doesn't seem to be much of a scare. So I guess we'll, we'll find out in the days ahead if they <laughs> decide to shoot it down or whatever. So... I don't know. So. But anyway, we got to talk about Haley, uh, though, um, not because of the textures, but because um, I just want to. <laughs> she says she's going to stay in the race past Super Tuesday, Shane. Now, Super Tuesday is March uh, 5th, and the State of the Union is March 7th. Do you think that Joe Biden will use the State of the Union to step down? It's a possibility. It's a strong possibility. They got to get him out, Tom. They got to figure some way to yeah. have him withdraw. Well, it depends it, on. It, uh, it, I agree with you. It, it depends on a lot of the demographics of these votes on Super Tuesday. If they find yeah, they're losing the, the yeah, if they find they're losing the black vote or the women's vote or whatever vote they're losing, Hispanic, uh, yeah, Hispanics, whatever. Uh, that may be a telling uh, situation there. So, uh, I, I, the other reason I think Haley is staying in, um, and more power to her. She has the money. Uh, she's getting a lot of help from Democrat donors uh, to stay in the race because uh, the, uh, a lot of folks think that uh, uh, Trump's going to end up in the Gray Bar Hotel. Well, it doesn't matter because he can still serve from there and. The pressure will be on whatever governor or whatever state that he's in yeah. for a state charge to, you know, pardon him, and and uh, he can pardon himself on a federal charge. So there you go. Yeah. Well, he can still stay in. He's got two state charges uh, that could carry jail time, so he could he could uh, be president from jail for four years. So no, I, I don't think so. I I think whatever governor. Uh, of the state that that would occur, he, they, they would pardon them. They'd look pretty foolish. Yeah, not to. 
I don't know. But your American politics are beyond me anymore, so. Well, you know, it depends on if you're a, if you got a Republican governor, sure, but <laughs> New York doesn't have a Republican governor as far as I know. Well, it depends on how the vote would go. I mean, if he successfully took New York for, mm-hmm. you know, which would be the first time since Reagan, then uh, I think the governor would have to uh, sort of uh, mm-hmm. back down. But that case is gone, Tom. There's, you know, there's a saying in 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 sports, you know, no foul, no harm, no foul, and they didn't show any harm. So on that alone, yeah. And uh, secondly. Refusing uh, a, a trial jury. I mean, there's so many reasons the yeah. appeal will be overturned that it's 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 redundant. But the interesting mm-hmm. thing is, 30 days, you know, mm-hmm. to put up that bond, and of course he has the money. I mean, it's absurd for them to even talk about. Oh, you know, the, the now now this the how this how stupid this woman in of New York is, the Attorney General. Well, we, we're going to start action if he doesn't pay us soon. Yeah. his properties well yeah well they can certainly do that he's got to put up a half a million dollar half a billion dollar bond so. yeah 540 million yeah three three hundred eighty million with interest yeah yeah that's pretty <laughs> i'm in the wrong business <laughs> shane there's a caller on line three you need to talk to while we're gone so we'll be right back with more with Tom and Shane on Saturday. Hey, we haven't even got started yet. Uh, ever text lines are open. The uh, app chat line is open and the phones are open. So give us a call. Let us know what you think. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back, everyone. 27 minutes before the top of the hour. Saturday, it's February 24th, 2024. Happy to have you along with us. Thanks for spending your Saturday morning with uh, Tom and Shane. We got a caller on the line awaiting patiently that Shane has decided is worthy of airtime. So, caller, you are on. What's up? Well, this is Clint. This is the young fellow. Hey, how you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty Andy good, Bird. Tom. <laughs> I got to ask our audience out there. I, I got a question to ask everybody. You ready for this, Tom? Go for it. Now, you were in Vietnam killing people. Mm-hmm. And I was in uh, Korea killing people. Now, the question is this. Why in the world do the leaders want more power over their people and over the world, and they go to killing each other? Like our government Mm -hmm. says, go over there and kill them. That's what they told you, and they told me, go to work. They didn't say that in that many words. Mm Mm-hmm. My dad had a saying, you take the leaders and want a war. You put them in a pen with a pencil and paper and a knife and let the best man win. Instead of killing off all our young and wonderful kids, you know, that we have. Now the boys and girls are lining up and the, and the girls get killed too. Yeah. Now what is all this for? Well, they feel justified. They feel justified in doing it. In the case of Putin, uh, Putin wants the old Russia back, the old Soviet Union. He wants he wants those uh, he wants those uh, things that were lost. Um, you know, he wants them back again. So he don't give a damn who he killed. No, huh? no, no. The end result is uh, the sacrifice uh, is meaningless. So. Well, what's that saying to all of us here? 
why do we go to church and why do we pray and why do we pray for peace and we have people like him and some yeah. of our people too i mean mm-hmm. they want to rule the world yeah. well, if you gained the whole world what the hell would you have yeah you know i mean mm-hmm. how you're going to rule the whole world well, Alexander the Alexander the Great wept because there were no more worlds to conquer. That's right. And, and, the, that's de- and the devil tempted and the devil tempted Christ, you know, with uh, the world so, yeah. in the desert. There you go. Well, you know, I'll change the subject here a little bit. Over the border, they claim, I don't know, maybe Shane and you, Tom, know, they say it's in excess of 20,000 Chinese people that come uh, military-age people that's come into this country through the borders. Is, is that right? Well, there's a whole encampment in Panama right now that are on their way here of Chinese uh, uh, Chinese uh, dissidents or whatever you want to call them, I guess. Does that worry you? Yeah, over, over 20,000 this over 20,000 thus far this year. Last mm-hmm. year was 34,000, so mm-hmm. you're yeah. going to see that pop out before Biden is finished. Well, is that getting? Do you guys worry a little bit about that? Sure. Well, I, I worry about, about anybody. I, I, it isn't Chinese or you know Mexican or Hondurans or Venezuelans or whatever. What I worry about is people coming into the country who aren't vetted, that uh, you know may have yep. criminal records or they may be uh, you know child abusers or uh, you know human traffickers or drug dealers or whatever. I mean. That's well, the thing I worry about more than anything else. To think about these 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 people that are coming in this country. Have you noticed how well dressed they are? Sure. They're not lacking for a variety of clothing. They have mm-hmm. nice clothing on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seem to be in good physical shape. Uh, they're not hurt, and this uh, it's really kind of bothering me a lot, Tom. And then I I go down here at the mm-hmm. restaurant and have coffee. I got to go at nine meet some friends of mine. Sure. But everybody now is packing a gun. They're they're ha- having a gun in their and they're they're hiding it. Mm-hmm. Some of my friends are, and, and they keep telling me to. I I've had to do that, but I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, when yeah. our people are thinking about that, mm-hmm. what's that saying about our country? And they're reading the news or watching the news like you and I do. Okay, and they see what we've been talking about here. Is that the reason that they're deciding to pack an arm? Well, the uh... well, let, let, let me give you a contrast. The difference between a statesman okay. Trump, a statesman Trump, and a dictator Biden. A dictator always looks for an enemy within or an enemy without or both. Right. And you, you so you know, that, that's easy. Biden finds all the MAGA people in your country, the enemy, within. And, you know, he accuses everybody that he wants to uh, without. On the other hand, a statesman like Trump, he doesn't see anybody as an enemy. He always he sees everybody as someone he can sit down and talk to. And that's what a statesman does. They sit down and talk to everyone. But they do it yep. with power. And, you know, the bottom line is, uh, you know, uh, he was talking last night about Macron wanting to raise big taxes yeah. on American American corporations. And he called them and said, y- you can't do this. And he goes, well, we've already decided. And he said, well, I'll tell you what, uh, you have till Monday morning to change it, or I'm going to put, you know, 200% uh, 
attacked on all wine, champagne, and alcohol coming into the United States and France. And within five minutes, the president of France called him back and said, okay, we changed the law. We're not taxing American companies. <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, that's a small example, but that, you know, that's what a statesman is. Yeah. Well, ever since ever since biblical times and before, people have warred against each other, you know, and tried to kill each other for the other guy's land or the other guy's money or the other guy's women or some damn thing, you know. And then they go to church and pray that uh, God is going to take care of them. Well, I sure wish God would come down and take care of some of this here because I hate seeing all these people. Like the Russians, I hate seeing all them killed. I hate seeing the Ukrainians killed. And look at what's happened in, in Israel. I, I hate all that. You know, everybody does. But we're feeding them more money so they can kill more. And, and I think it's a bunch of crap. The president well, if you, if, if you, it's all bullshit. If you, watch 60 minutes, if you watch 60 Minutes last Sunday, which I did, they interviewed yeah. the admiral in control of the fleet in the Red Sea. Two aircraft carriers and the Eisenhower and I think it's the Reagan and uh, basically he confirmed that you're at war with uh, Yemen but you know th there's the uh, president of the United States Biden hasn't um, in empowered the Wars Power Act which under law he has 90 days to do it well his 90 days ran up long ago so yeah. here we are again another another exception an example of you know his uh, Breaking the law. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you two guys' personal preference are, but my preference is this. As we quit funding all these various different regimes that it's not our own, we stop and take care of the people of our country, you know, like the people that's living in streets and campers and motorhomes all over the state of Montana and the cities. We take care of us first. And if there's any money left and the other nations are really in dire need with, you know, we could loan them money or give them money or whatever. But to just give them money to kill each other is, is a no-no to me. And that's what's happening. Well, to show you how well the Democrats, to show you how well the Democrats know they can depend on people's votes, the mayor of New York emptied two hotels of vet, you know, uh, homeless vets in the last three weeks. And filled them with migrants. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's what you know. That's what the Democratic Party thinks of the best in your country. Yeah. Well, look what's happening in Chicago with the mayors and stuff. They're breaking the cities money-wise. It's happening not not just in Chicago, but it's happening all over the big cities in the United States. They bust these people in, flew them in. Uh, now, why? You know, and Biden could have stopped it at any time, but he has the power to do that. He doesn't need the Congress or anybody else to stop no, of course it. All not. he's got to do is open his damn mouth. Yeah. Well, the big question is why aren't the mayors of these Democrat-run cities uh, parked on Biden's desk saying, hey, you know, yeah. knock it I off? Agree, Tom. I really agree with you. Well, it's, it's, it's party above, uh, above uh, people. It's parties above people. Well, That's it's right. about all money and power, people. and money's the root of all evil, as everybody yeah. knows. But our, uh, uh, skipping a little bit here, our farmers and stuff is in bad shape right here in Montana. We're going to have a drought. Uh, the mm -hmm. fertilizer prices are so goddamn high they can't hardly afford it. Mm -hmm. uh, parts for tractors, 
screws, nails, everything that you need yep. is costing a fortune. And the Chinese government is is the ones that are uh, that are benefiting from it. And mm-hmm. I'll give you a for instance. No, they're not. No, no, they're not, Clint. China's collapsing like every day it's worsened. Every every mm-hmm. every uh, uh, area of industry, they have uh, 15 Chinese banks, each for a different area, and all those banks are are basically broke, and the the, the economy's collapsing rapidly. Not not a little bit, a lot. Well, I have friends that's been there and said just the opposite of what you're saying, Shane. Now. I'm going to give you a for instance. I think I said this before. I needed a bolt six inches long, a partner an inch in diameter, about seven eighths in diameter. And I went to the bolt company right up here by the carpet mill outlet. You know where that is, Tom? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I went in there, and they brought me out a bolt, just what I wanted. I reached in my pocket. And I, they wanted twelve dollars for it, and I gave him a twenty dollar bill, and he said, "Wait, we won't take twenty dollars." bill american money he told me that have you got a credit card i says yeah but i says sure as hell ain't going to use it for a 12 dollar bolt and i says what's the matter with this american dollar well we just don't accept it so i'm not a computer guy but my wife is and i had her get on the computer and and trace this company down it's right directly it's from china yeah you know, and some of the farm tools and stuff we get are Chinese. Chinese, The Chinese have got the largest economy in the world, and nobody believes it. But I've had friends that come from there and told me different. It's booming there. And them Chinese are in South America. They're all over the world with their, with their stuff, you know, selling their things to various different cities and towns and countries. And we're sitting here. You know, like a bunch of dummies, and and I'm over it. I'm really over it. You know, it it, it really. Uh, I'm putting her ninety years old, Tom. Yeah. And I've seen this country go through World War Two. Uh, you know, Vietnam, Korea, seen it all. So uh, most of so maybe you guys ain't as old as I am, but anyway, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of the people killing each other. Look what's happened here, Tom, in our own town. Yep. Going to stab somebody up there on Olive and Tracy or some damn place. Yep. Some illegal. You know, people shooting people down at the dog park. What in the hell is going on here? Yeah. And the police department's running their butt off trying to catch these guys. And hey. Biden's letting them in over the border. That's my rant for the day. All right, man. Good job. Well, I'm, I'm sorry I took so long, Tom, and I really appreciate you taking my call. Hey, no problem, And I man. hope Christ people out there are listening and give their opinion. All right. I don't care what they They can criticize me all they want or whatever, <laughs> but just give their opinion what they think to us people out here that pay the taxes who know what the hell to do. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you it. You betcha. Right. Thank you. Take Thanks, care. Shane. All right. All my right. pleasure, sir. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see. Let's catch up on our uh, text line, uh, 478-8298. Uh, hey, Shane, does a statesman lie and deny an election losses? Sending a mob against the state, uh, endorsing uh, hanging of his own VP and not overthrowing the election. 
You have a strange view of what a statesman is. So. <laughs> no. Well, okay. Can, can I just sure one go minute? For it. Go please. for it. All right. All you people about this issue of January 6th and what Trump did, we covered this for four months from the election till the 6th of January. Yeah. How, you know, answer three questions in a text. <laughs> How many presidents of the United States were elected by the House, uh, House uh, representatives, representatives yeah. in your country, yeah. okay? Number two, how many examples have there been of people uh, questioning the election in your country, aside from the ones that were right and became president? How, how many times has that happened? So answer those two questions and then, you know, complain about what Trump viewed as an opportunity that was provided by the Constitution for him to question the election. This, this isn't like dogma or some, you know, weird thing that just, you know, he thought he could change the... It's in the Constitution, right, Thomas? We went over this. That's where it is. Uh, took one minute for your show to enter the facts-free zone uh, because facts we don't like or understand won't fly. If they're facts. That's, that's a pretty brilliant observation know, from yeah. someone who doesn't believe. <laughs> from our app chat line, AM 1450 KMMS on your smartphone. Nikki Haley is a smart woman who, unlike Trump, understands uh, world politics and importance of our allies. Sadly, we will get Trump and subsequently Biden again. We could have won. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I can't tell you. Still, That's what I say. I, we I, still have elections, you know. You know. That's right. That, that we can tell you. <laughs> and they're always on time. <laughs> Gee, you would think by now someone would have proof of stolen election. Instead, Mr. Pillow was ordered to pay $5 million to the guy who debunked his lies. Question the election and accept the answer. Was it uh, was it was a fair selection election, rather? And get over it. Remember when Americans... Well, it, it, the, <laughs> Go ahead. Well, the bottom line is it, it's been over for almost four years, so it's over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Move of, on. A lot of businesses don't like to take cash because it breeds employee theft. Well, it sounds to me like you're hiring the wrong people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you have an interview process, you know. So. Well, that's why you need two people to run a restaurant because there's the front of the house and the back of the house. Yeah. And the the guy in the back of the house, the kitchen, and uh, the receivables and food, they got to make sure all the food that comes in the door, none of it goes out. And the person up front has to make sure that all the people that come in and pay with cash, none of it goes out. Yeah. Really, that's just the fact in the industry. From our text line, 406-478-8298. And no more money to Ukraine. They bled the U.S. dry and lost the war. Let them work it out with Russia. Russia is justifiably not going to entertain having NATO missiles right on its borders. And that's from uh, Dana in Livingston. Thanks, Dana. for Yeah, you know, Fox interviewed Zelensky this week in, in uh, Ukraine. He finally admitted that Money coming to to uh, Ukraine is paying pensions and 
in Government College. Yeah. So we've been telling everybody this for a year. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about, oh, this is the second year of the war, 2022. No, this, this is the 14th mm-hmm. year of the war, now yeah. going to 15 years. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the people in the media want to get things wrong to mislead and misinform mm-hmm. people. And it's a regrettable reality, but... Uh, um, I truly believe if anybody can end it, it would be, I, I just, I, we saw what he did mm-hmm. and the things that he prevented from happening. So mm-hmm. you, you, there's no reason not to believe he couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, Nick, he is- did boast. He, he did boast. He may, he said that if elected president, he will have the Ukraine war settled before he, his inauguration. So mm-hmm. that's a pretty big boast. Yes, it is. Uh, Nikki's told us what she would do if you watched her town halls. Well, I've seen ad nauseum speeches it. from her. I mean, we've seen her town halls. We've seen her appearances everywhere. We've seen all her speeches, and if, they're all over YouTube if you want to, you know, check them out. So. That's right. Uh, Trump showed us what he would do. Obama not replace trade war loss, divided Putin to invade the Allies. No, he didn't. Uh, time for a young blood. I would I would agree it's time for young blood, but but that's across the board. That's not just in presidential politics. Yeah, I was going to say the what the Congress is the biggest nursing home in America right now, <laughs> and the Senate <laughs> is an Octagarian home. Yeah, uh, they say Michelle Obama is running. I don't think so. Michelle uh, is glorified by the entire world, and I don't think she's going to upset that. Uh, adulation uh, by taking on the presidency, even if you get Barack back. Uh, I, I And she doesn't like your country anyway. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't like the place. Uh, she's happy uh, spending money all day long. Her, uh, uh, her oldest daughter introduced a film at the Sundance Film Festival here a few days ago. So I think she's more than happy where she is, so. They can fly anywhere in the world and have the right to stay at any U.S. embassy in the presidential suite. There's one in every, you know, U.S. embassy. Yeah. They, they have their own security, so they don't have to pay for anything. Mm-hmm. It, their, their houses have been secured with fences and guard posts, and they don't have to pay for any of that. Well, why, okay, what else do you want? Yeah. Like, you know, what else do you want? Yeah. Trump always puts himself above America. See the border bill he killed to uh, keep the problem. I I don't know. That's so. That's a stretch. <laughs> yeah. Well, why why would a billionaire uh, take a massive cut in pay, uh, which he gave away his salary, by the way? That's that's matter of record. And. Uh, you know, and, he, and he lost seven hundred, at least seven hundred million uh, in, the, in the market. He, yeah. he he sold his entire portfolio, so there wouldn't be any question about it. Yeah, his personal portfolio. No, talk radio is only there to sell fear and outrage. They have people afraid of them. Wow. I hope people aren't afraid of us. I I think we're sort of funny. You <laughs> I and wouldn't me, think man. so. I mean. Come on, we we have fun here every morning, don't we? Yeah, well, you know, we 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 try to see the humor and everything that's harsh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Trump has promised to be a dictator. Yeah, 
Yeah. We saw his disregard yeah. for the uh, for the electoral college. Believe him. See that that's how bad th- this this uh, uh, American public is. He, he said in one interview, "I'll be the dictator the first day." To yeah. close the border mm-hmm. and drill, baby, drill. That's all. and then he laughed. It was yeah. a joke. It was sarcasm. Yeah. And the media, social media, and everyone that ha- you know, whatever, whoever dislikes mm-hmm. it, have taken it in, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they've they've completely abused or misrepresented what some mm-hmm. what he said. Yeah. And. Uh, but it's it's a reality that we're mm-hmm. we're going to be faced with. AI is going to be scary, man. I I think mm-hmm. it's going to really interfere with the election this year. Yeah. Remember when Iran shut down our fifty million dollar drone and Trump did nothing? Well, he did nothing because there was no loss of American life. Yeah, it's called a drone. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's a drone. Yeah. Trump always puts himself above America. See the border bill he killed to keep the problem. I'm sorry. There I don't. I don't believe a private citizen can kill a border bill. No. There's no question he was opposed to it. Of course, he he he, in the, he came out and said, "I'm opposed to it." Yeah, like, he well, did in, that. In the first place, you've got a razor thin margin in the House, and That's you right. don't have the Senate. So, how are you killing this bill? Yeah, you know, that exactly. that dog won't hunt. All right, so. That's going to wrap it up for the first hour, Shane. We're rocking and rolling here. So. Well, I'm Eagle Man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a, <laughs> having a fun old morning here. Hey, we're getting a former congressman uh, who's announcing a bid to uh, for uh, Rosendale's spot. And what about what about uh, the Biden administration giving medical VA benefits to illegals? we got to talk about that when we come back, Shane. So. Stay tuned. A lot more to come. Tom and Shane on Saturday morning, three minutes before the top of the hour. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 a.m. It's Saturday. It's February 24, 2024. Tommy Goloff here. Unanimously elected morning mayor in the house, (laughs) Shane Montalban. Uh, He's so sharp, we don't let him play with balloons. He's half man, half amazing in Kamloops, Canada. And Shane, the... Uh, by the VP uh, situation, uh, Trump is looking at Elsie uh, Stefanik and maybe Nikki Haley, <laughs> Ron DeSantis, Vivek, uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, what do you What do you think, uh, Christy Nome? What do you like? I, what do you think one, you see here? I, I think I think it'll be one of two people, and it'll depend on the demographics in the primaries mm-hmm. and who voted for him. Uh, Christy Nome for certain number one mm-hmm. uh, for because she's she's perfect. But uh, the other the other is Tim Scott. If if African Americans show that they're moving towards him, he he'll pick Tim Scott. Yeah, yeah. I think Scott's probably the uh, the top runner in there. Elsie uh, Stefanik made uh, made some headlines. Um, uh, during the uh, Trump uh, New York trial, since she's from New York, uh, Nikki, of course, uh, you know he appointed he appointed her to the uh, ambassadorship uh, at the UN, and um, you know I I don't think DeSantis wants it. 
Vivek, uh, Vivek rather, uh, probably uh, would uh, step up. Uh, Tulsi, yeah, he wants Tulsi to be Secretary too. of uh, Vivek wants the uh, Secretary of Education. He wants to dismantle it mm. and uh, distribute it directly to the states. And mm. it, it should. It's been a two trillion dollar, thirty year experiment in mm -hmm. failure for education in your country. Yeah. And that's what should be done. Yeah. There, and there's probably a couple of other, uh, you know, areas of the cabinet you could look for a reduction as far as you know dismantling a couple of uh you know departments yeah well there's a lot of qualified folks there uh certainly so we'll we'll see but uh yeah i agree with you i think scott is probably the uh, uh he's probably the top pick um and i think it would help the help the ticket uh quite a bit so well, I think I, I said that, you know, I said this six months ago, that I believe he ran to enlighten African-Americans to, to watch. They watched the debates and because of him. And I, I think he's been a clear spokesman for the entire Republican Party. Yeah. One of the best lines Trump came up with in, in 16, didn't use it as much as 2020 should have, is what, what do you have to lose? Now he's saying he's going to go in to Madison Square Gardens and Brooklyn and other places, uh, you know, in other cities, uh, to uh, have rallies dur during the campaign. And I think the less that Biden shows up, the more likely that is. And if the demographics are showing that people are moving towards him, he'll do that. But uh, uh, it's, uh, I, I think he's he's finally figured out how to pursue this and speak about it in a positive way. Yeah. Well, he, he does seem more positive, uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, not as much name calling, not as much, uh, you know, negative rhetoric as we've heard in the past. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Depends on what people like. Well, last about week it. he had a town, mm -hmm. town hall meeting in South Carolina and someone, mm -hmm. Uh, one person asked him, well, what about retribution? Are, are you, can, can, can you tell us you're not going to weaponize the government further? And this was brilliant. And he said, my, uh, my, my retribu rep retribution will be success. Yeah. And that's a perfect answer. Yep. He, he wins the election. All, all of what's been said, all what's been done, mm -hmm. he can stop, you know, he just stops it from continuing. Yeah. And uh, he, he, he doesn't need to go after anyone. That, that, that people already made a determination of their guilt or not, so it doesn't matter in which way the money, unless it's something that's been exceptional. But mm -hmm. uh, I, I do think that he now understands the ability he has to remove, uh, retire, and certainly uh, fire people mm -hmm. in every federal agency that he runs. Yeah. Well, we'll certainly find out, I guess, one way or the other. Yes, uh, we'll, uh, if it's Trump, we'll be here. If it's Haley, we'll be here. If it's Biden, we'll be here. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd like to think so, Thomas. Not, not much else. Not much else going on. All right, let's take a phone call. Four zero six five two two talk is the number. Four zero six five two two eight two five five. Call your with Thomas Shane. What's going on? Yeah, this is Robert. Hey, Robert. Um, since Biden has been in office 
how many people have come across the border not counting the getaways, which are the ones that bring the drugs and the sex traffic and stuff? So we have no idea. Sixteen and a half million. Mm-hmm. How many? Sixteen and a half million. Eighteen million with getaways. With the getaways, but they're not sure about the getaways. So you know what our yeah, a million and a half or more. More all, could be all, two. All, all four branches of the military. You know how many people are there? Not that, not that many. Um, <laughs> we have an all-volunteer well, army. Well, not, yeah, not yeah. There, there's no, one, there's, one, there's one, no military one, down one, there one, other than uh, one point four million. What, yeah, you're, you're talking about how big it is. We're talking about the what he's doing, Shane. He's comparing the number of people coming across oh. the border illegally with the number of people who are serving in the military. Right. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah. And that includes the National Guard you're including in there. Yeah. Pretty pretty scary when there are, you know, five or six, seven times more people coming across the border than mm-hmm. our military can handle. And plus our military is spread out all across the world. True. Yeah. You know. And another thing I'd like to bring up is I don't know why everybody makes a big thing out of Tester being the deciding vote. If his name was further down the roster, it would be whoever's in last place, not Tester. And, yeah, every you know. every Democrat would be a deciding <laughs> vote. So, yeah. Exactly. All right. Thanks for listening. All right, man. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it very much. Thanks. Uh, yeah, the uh, – uh, I don't know, Shane. It's It's such a mess. Uh-huh. I we we both we both agree on that. Well, yeah. you know, I've been around a long time, uh, you know, almost as long as Clint, and uh, I've never seen the country like it is right now. But I mean, you know I mean, not even Thomas. What's amazing to me, Thomas, is of the sixty or fifty uh, fifty uh, senators, because your vice president for fifty-one votes, but mm-hmm. of the fifty. Uh, Democratic senators, any single one, one of them, mm-hmm. could have created the opportunity to be a candidate for this year yeah. by simply voting no against things that they were doing. Mm-hmm. Just one guy. Yeah. He could have created the opportunity to be running mm-hmm. and challenging in in all the primaries. Yeah. You know, pe- there's people that would have backed him. Well, Manchin would have been the closest, I think, and he made, uh, you know, some uh, talk about it. But I think he, well, he be, I think because, he's waiting for, till twenty twenty eight. Quite honestly, no, no, he couldn't. He he couldn't because his his family's invested in oil and coal, and you know he. So he, yeah, that it's not something that anyone wanted to talk about, but it's it's there. It's a fact, you know, and. It would become a campaign uh, negative for him. So, well, with Democrats, but what about Republicans? You know, I appreciate that. I'm just saying this in this cycle. Yeah. Well. Well, let's see, Shane. If Trump is a statesman, why don't you move to the good old USA and work for his administration? <laughs> why not, Shane? Well, I'm not an American. I'm not an American. <laughs> yeah. And I decided in 82 to come back to Canada, yeah. and I did, and moved to the West Coast and raised a family. That's, that's what I decided to do. Yeah. It's easy to criticize when you don't live in the USA. It's re- easy to criticize when you do live in the uh, USA. Thank you very much. 
And it's easy to criticize in Canada when you live here or don't because it's easily criticized. I was, I was going to say, you have a serious problem uh, in Canada. More so hey, than we do here. More so yeah. than we do here. Wow. Uh, could you fellas explain the difference and concerns with mail-in voting? Does absentee voting fall into that category? Well, yeah, absentee voting would be mail-in voting. and um, the the I, Well, you, yeah. have to have absentee, you have to have absentee voting for the military. Yeah. So you could, you and people in government, you know, that mm -hmm. like that work for the state department. Yeah. So you, you could make those two exceptions, but there's no reason to have mail-in voting because Texas, mm -hmm. what, what, 27 million people, Florida, 28 million have proven that mm -hmm. people can vote on election day and mm -hmm. uh, they can have the results within three hours after the polls. Yeah. So. If two of the biggest states in your country can do it, all fifty uh -huh. can. Well, the biggest the biggest problem with uh, mail-in voting is that you have. Uh, well, I'll give you a, a, an off-the-wall example. Uh, you know, somebody at a nursing home collects the ballots, marks them all, has the person sign the, you know, sign the ballot and uh, mail it in. And uh, you know, is there enough of that to uh, alter an election? Probably not. But yeah, well, we, DeSantis accomplished DeSantis accomplished what he did, Thomas, by opening sixteen thousand locations for people to vote at. Mm -hmm. So what you know th that issue is easy to solve. You you have, you have a poll booth in, in all home in all retirement homes. It's, this isn't it's all done by volunteers from both parties mm -hmm. or any party. Well, they should. So you, you, should be both parties yeah, there so to you, watch what's going on. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. And people can help them and family can help them. You know, you, you can't have anyone that works there help them, but family mm -hmm. could come and help them and, yeah. or volunteers, at, you know, at the, uh, you know, the, the, the person to ask to help them, you know, they get some documentation statewide that works well and is, proper or yeah. family you know appointing someone to help to help them not not represent them but to help them you know, mm -hmm. fill the form out and sit with them and, and get it done they, this is not complicated they want it it's like but you know voting out voter id they want to make it complicated everybody has a social security card all the social security administration mm -hmm. has to do is like a passport you know require that you send in a confirmed picture of yourself and put your picture on your social security card. End yep. of subject. That would be okay. a, that oh. would be a way to do it. That's, yeah, just like your driver's license. Yeah, so just like your driver's license, mm -hmm. you know, just like your passport. Yeah. Well, in Montana, the the Montana Constitution clearly states. We've talked about this before. Uh, in person voting is required for all able bodied registered voters. Uh, you know, if you're going to be out of the area or you're handicapped or whatever, then uh, you have the option of a absentee voting ballot. But the thing about showing up in person is that you're there, you've got an ID, you sign the book, and you step into the voting booth and vote. Uh, there's not a whole lot of room for fraud there. That's right. And with the absentee ballot, how do you make it simple and so it doesn't get... <laughs> There's no fraud. It has to be, uh, you know, in the state election office two weeks before the election, 
so it can be verified. And uh, they have to they have to verify them and count them. So those are the first votes that are released on you know when the when the polls close. Mm-hmm. All the absentee ballots is they should all be done first, not last. Okay, and uh, th- that that's what's created such a problem uh, in the past is you know that all of a sudden all these votes come in after all the rural counties of every state, blue or red, come in. And then all of a sudden, the cities start counting their, you know, their ballots. No, the the, the city should report first because yeah. it, it's all automated. It's all automated. Well, it should be certainly. So, I know ours are here. You know, you drop your ballot in the in the thing, and it reads it, and there you go. So, um, and there's all been all sorts of things about uh, voting machines uh, changing votes and whatever, and. Uh, and, t- and two more things. Number one, second Tuesday of uh, every November, election day, every year, because there's elections every year, should be a holiday, period, end of subject. Mm-hmm. And number one, uh, is that, uh, you know, uh, only uh, allowable counting of ballots can only occur on election day. So... Yeah. You know, at midnight, and, and nothing else counts. Yeah, this thing where election counting goes on for weeks and weeks is it, it, it's just. Yeah. When you look at the absurdity of the 2000 election, it's mm-hmm. that's what caused this whole problem. Well, we have here in Montana, we have uh, same-day registration, voter day registration, so you can go down and register shouldn't and allow, vote. Shouldn't be allowed. It shouldn't be shouldn't allowed. Be allowed. But it, it is. It, but it is. No. I know, but but it is, but it shouldn't. If if you're not if you're not interested in voting and you don't go out and register, then you know uh, you yeah. you should have you should be registered. Another rule mm-hmm. across your country, every eligible voter uh, that's not registered, uh, you know, by the fifteenth of January of each year is ineligible. That's it. Then all these people that are dead, you know, supposedly mm-hmm. vote, and you know all these other questions would be gone. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's where we... solutions, common yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, what happens uh, on same-day registration is they fill out what is called a provisional ballot, which sits around until they can get around to determining is the person really a resident of Montana and do they have an, a proper ID and all that stuff. So, and, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, voting. Voting has become a mess. You would think with our uh, computerized society... You know, I, I'm surprised you can't vote online. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, that, that, that'll that create a nightmare. You, we both know that. Yeah. Well, you can't have it done online yeah. and be hacked. Well, AI yeah. would hack it. Yeah. The Russians would hack it with AI. So I'm sure the they would, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't worry about the Russians. I'd worry more about Google and, um, and uh, Facebook and Instagram than I would... Well, look what yeah, Google yeah. came up with their AI Gemini. Yeah, hey, know. you know everybody all everyone's been talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, people. This guy wrote this article. Well, uh, how many black popes and three pictures to buy Gemini AI of yeah. uh, Google came up with three black people? So yeah. on, so <laughs> yeah. Nazis and you know they were black people mm-hmm. and Asians. But yeah. the, the the point is, is everyone's saying why they do this? And yeah, yeah, they're directing at the guy that was in charge of it who. You know, clearly, uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a, a woke person. 
But uh, it's very simple. They did it to get attention. They did it intentionally. Yeah. So now the entire world knows Google has Gemini. That, that's all. Cost them nothing. Just yeah. make a mistake. Mm-hmm. They don't have to apologize it for it because no, nobody is accountable. Yeah. So you, you make an intentional mistake. You keep mm-hmm. it quiet. He goes and does it. And then, you know, you you say, oh, we fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, a lot of the stuff that you see, you know, that mm-hmm. goes viral on social media, it's all intentional just to get attention. Yeah. Uh, the uh, mail-in uh, voting uh, that was from Kenny. I mentioned I should mention his name since he signed uh, okay, his um, since he signed his text. Uh, uh, let's see if the leftist Marxist Democrats would quit getting brainwashed by watching CNN and MSNBC. They might actually learn something about the truth. So there you are. Well, the problem that you have there is very simple. You know, common sense. If someone wants to be a leftist, uh, mm-hmm. a transgender supporter, communist, socialist, it's fine. It's okay. Let them be. That, that yeah. they have the right to be that way. They have the right to think that way. If they if they understand it and they've been educated and they believe that's in their mind just, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But when it, when when a minority creates an exception, you know, like trans gender males supposedly it's wrong mm-hmm. it should be stopped like immediately yeah. and and this is now the end of exceptions for a minority groups because this mm-hmm. whole transgender male issue to compete with women in sports has destroyed the left's ability to create you know minority exceptions and it's mm-hmm. not going to be easier from this point because uh, people now, I think, for the most part, and mm-hmm. parents in particular, are looking at this and going, this is a, you know. Yeah. Wow. From our text line, 406-478-8298, Tester has not a thing to do with Montana law enforcement. I think he's been uh, touting some ads uh, recently um, regarding law enforcement in Montana. From our app chat line, AM 1450 KMMS, why can't we use fingerprints to identify voters? There you go. That's a... I, you know, when I, if, if I don't have my mailed election card to go to my riding to vote, mm-hmm. then I have to have two pieces of ID, which I use my driver's license picture yeah. and my social uh mm-hmm. my me- medical card because it has to have my picture on it sure and then i have to bring two bills with the, the match the address yeah you know like a gas bill or mm-hmm. or t- you know phone bill whatever. cable yeah. bill mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and you show it to the the people uh, you know the, the people at the table and they look for your name on the list and cross it off and you get a pencil and a little piece of paper and you go vote mm-hmm Absentee voting is fine. Any absentee voter, not just military folks, must actively request a ballot be mailed to them. So uh, this type of voting is less subject to fraud. The voter knows uh, to anticipate a ballot. In contrast, mass mail-out, mail-in voting is more vulnerable to fraud. Voting records are often stale. Uh, People change residences and ballots can be stolen 
from people's mailboxes, and that's certainly true. That all those things can can happen. Are they enough to overturn an election? Well, don't know, Shane. That's the question. Well, again, common sense. 15th of January every year. Uh, if you're not registered, uh, then you're, you're off the ballot list. And secondly, uh, for November, to, you're off the ballot for November. No, you're. Yeah, if people are going to want to participate <laughs> in the right to vote, they have responsibility. And so, I'm talking about to prevent this issue of people that are dead or people that have moved. The simple way is just. What, what you know, if you move after? Has, what if you move after January 15th? We're running out sorry? of time. <laughs> We're running out. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. We'll talk a little more about this as time goes on. Hey, we've still got to get to, uh, we've got a fundraiser for a city commissioner coming up as well. And uh, we've got a well-known name running for the House of Representatives. We'll be right back with more of that right after this. 27 minutes before the top of the hour. It's Friday. Friday. It's not Friday. <laughs> Uh, I'm having a Biden moment, Jane. <laughs> it's Saturday. It's February 24, 2024, 27 minutes before the top of the hour. And uh, from our text line, uh, let me pull it up here. I would be very concerned about how easy it is to change an application in the tabulators to flip a percentage of the votes. What do you think, Shane? Okay, he's not there. <laughs> Let me hang up and maybe he'll call back. So we'll see. Uh, in the meantime, a couple things. Uh, one of the things that came up earlier, um, there's trouble blowing at Black Rock, the headquarters of CBS after the firing of Kathleen Heritage, uh, an acclaimed investigative reporter, many of us were shocked after uh, Heritage was included in layoffs this month, but uh, those concerns have increased after CBS officials took the unusual step of seizing her files, computers, and records, including information on uh, privileged sources. So that is... Uh, an unusual situation that normally that normally doesn't uh, doesn't happen. So so uh, CBS has kind of uh, perhaps overstepped their bounds in uh, laying this person off, but yet um, attacking her uh, personal files, computers, records, and everything else. So, what do you think, Shane? I think they hired her way on on purpose to get her off. Sh- Get her off the box because of you know her commentary. Yeah. yeah I, well, she might. That, she that. might. I guess she could go back to Fox. I don't know. I'm not sure. Why yeah, she, she can go anywhere why, she wants. Why she left in the first place? But yeah. Anyway. Well, she's a woman. Yeah. You know, and they don't want too many women out there. Bad Mountain Biden, man. That's not a good thing, Tom. Well, that's certainly true. So, a former CBS manager who also spoke on condition of. Anonymity said uh, he had never heard of anything like this. He attested to the fact that in past departures, journalists took all their files and office contents 
And indeed, the company would box everything up from cups to post-its for, <laughs> for departing reporters. He said uh, the holding of the material was outrageous and uh, clearly endangered confidential sources. I would agree with that. So, Which is why she'll get them all back and probably win a good suit. You know, it depends on her severance and... Yeah. and uh, well, whether she still has the whether she still has Republicans that are friends and lawyers. <laughs> President Biden is facing increased uh, increased scrutiny over his administration providing health care administrative services to illegal immigrants amid a worsening uh, border crisis, particularly exasperating long wait lines for American veterans utilizing Department of Veteran Affairs facilities. In an interview with uh, Fox News, uh, Tom, Tommy Tupperville touted his recently introduced No VA Resources for Illegal Aliens Act, which he introduced alongside uh, Representative Mike Bost of uh, Illinois, and would ban such action, one of the many problems he says are facing the country as a result of the border disaster taking place under Biden's watch. So VA uh, facilities being... Uh, utilized by illegal Shane. Well, this is why I I always believe that people, you know, they always talk about what the issues are that people why they vote, and mm-hmm. and I I just think, or I've always believed it was common sense. People vote common sense issues, in other words. Mm-hmm. So if this isn't a blatant disregard. For the American veterans, by the Democratic Party and the Biden administration to pursue this policy, then, you know, I guess Biden, you know, didn't work with hands with Senator Strawman and Senator Byrd, you know, to oppose busing and and integrating schools. It's all in front of you. And so it's just disgusting. we have issues not similar to that, but we have issues with our vets that, that upset me here in Canada and the failure of the government to care for them. And uh, you, you, only have a, you only have an opportunity to voice it on Election Day because now you run the risk because of a lack of free speech of being arrested. Yeah. Well, a New York judge providing over President uh, Donald Trump's civil fraud case has denied his a legal team's appeal to avoid paying a $355 million penalty in the case. Uh, Trump lawyers had asked uh, the judge to delay enforcement of the payment by 30 days to allow time for an orderly uh, post-judgment process. And uh, the um, the uh, judge said, no dice, uh, pay up or Letitia's going to get your stuff. Well, I... I... <laughs> It, this is uh, a very strange and, and at the same time interesting situation for industry mm-hmm. in New York City. Yeah. Uh, if, if it ha- if it wasn't bad enough because of what COVID did, shutting down small businesses that never came back, and sending people home to work who haven't come back to the office, uh, New York City might be okay. But right now. They're in a desperate situation. Uh, we've talked about over the last four weeks. Uh, and the clock is ticking on $2.5 trillion 
in uh, refinancing of commercial buildings in New York City that have dropped forty percent in price, mm-hmm. and it's not looking good for this. You know, it's not looking good for the Apple. Yeah, uh, th- their pursuit of this is is going to. They're worse. Their pursuit of this is going to prevent anybody in the world to go now to New York for business. Yeah, and and any global companies are going to go. Well, well, mm-hmm. we, why why do we want this risk? Yeah. So it, all they perpetuated is this spiraling down mm-hmm. of was one of the greatest cities of the world. It's sad to see. It, it's really sad to see. Well, that's true. Um, in, in this particular case, at least, um, I, I feel the banks were harmed uh, in this deal with, uh, with Trump because uh, the, and it's the bank's own fault they were harmed because they well, didn't. By what? It. How would harm? That's what I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> we ready? I'm sorry. I didn't. No, I'm, I'm ready to tell you. Uh, All right. It's the bank's own fault they were harmed. And the reason the banks were harmed is because they didn't do their due diligence in appraising these properties. And if the price of the properties was inflated, then a higher interest rate might be warranted uh, to protect that loan. So in that case, the banks could have, uh, in some cases, charged a higher rate of interest. And by not doing that, the banks lost uh, interest. However, um, one thing that I, we talked about this on Friday at our noon meeting that I have with uh, several business guys I meet with. Uh, how much is the Trump name on a property worth? That, that you're talking about the brand yeah the brand yeah. as a brand yeah, yeah. Right. trump tower yeah. trump tower instead of shane tower would he uh-huh. <laughs> is it more valuable with trump's name on it than it would be you know george washington slept here does that make that property more valuable uh to somebody because george washington slept there or is it just another home or another piece of property Okay, I get my minute to debunk you. Go for um, it. Number one, number one, no harm. Um, every loan Trump made to any bank in New York was paid off. Number two, yep. uh, accusing him of overvaluating the property was a bonus and a win for the state of New York because he had to pay more taxes. Number three, in his agreement with every single bank for every every property he purchased, there was a disclaimer. That clearly uh, stated, do not believe us or our evaluation of this property. You are responsible for determining the valuation on your own. And and that it's like three pages of that. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, not one, not one bank came in and claimed any kind of uh, harm as, as that you're mm-hmm. suggesting. And in fact, said uh, all we did was uh, you know negotiate with them, which we do with everyone. And we agreed on an interest rate, and he paid us back, and we'd do more business with him. So there you go. Yeah, as I said, it's the bank's own fault they didn't get higher interest um, if they— No, it's not. That's called negotiations, Tom. You, you, no, you can't make uh, they, if they had done their own evaluations, they could have come back and said, Hey, Trump, they did. we think this is overvalued. They Why yeah, they make they the did. loan then? Because 
he's a good businessman and he makes the money. They all made money. They're in it to make money. I don't think the banks went out and appraised the properties. Of course they did. Under the law, they have to. When you lend somebody money, it's an asset. Then, then why the disclaimer? Why the disclaimer? It's it's the disclaimer was for the uh, was on in the Trump agreement with the banks, mm-hmm. so that this could not be made an accusation of overvaluing the property. Okay. So it, 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 he specifically mm-hmm. said, "You tell me what you think it's worth. You tell me." you know how much you'll lend and let's negotiate the interest and that's what they did no harm no foul all of them were paid back so uh if they weren't paid enough interest then that's something for the board of that company to take up against the people that negotiated with trump not trump yeah no i i agree i there's no harm done uh that i can see in this other than if the banks uh did devalue any of the assets, then that would have come into the negotiation for the loan, I would think. So, well, yeah, they have what are called forensic, yeah, sure. uh, accountants mm-hmm. and and forensic yeah. property evaluators, and all banks have them. Uh, you know, it's a major department because that's one of the biggest mm-hmm. uh, uh. Revenue or, uh, generators for banks is commercial loans, sure. not residential. Yeah, no, no question about it. Yeah. So, if, if they had a problem with any of this, then they should fire the forensic accountants they have. Yeah, and maybe they did. So, from our text line four zero six four seven eight eight two nine eight. If you like open borders, drug cartels getting rich. 100,000 fentanyl deaths, paying for illegal housing, health care, and debit cards. If you like a weaponized uh, government that tries to eliminate their uh, political position. If you like a president suffering from dementia that can't complete an uh, intelligent sentence, by all means, vote for the Democrats. So there you are. A political message, unsolicited. The Biden administration has made the calculation that the majority of veterans are Republicans, so there's no downside to opening uh, veteran health care facilities to illegals. That's from Mike. Wow. <laughs> so, That's a tough one. I don't know that, I don't know that Biden would open, open uh, VA to uh, MAGAs. I think they have to be registered. A year ago, uh, we, I proposed, because of the problem with homeless, particularly mm-hmm. with veterans and, mm-hmm. and other people on the street, that the U.S. government, who has the Veteran Administration, which is the largest, largest hospital corporation or operation in, in the United States. Yeah. All right. It it, it, it uh, The two biggest uh, still are smaller than the VA. So... The issue is, is that uh, with the aging of uh, um, the baby boomer, your generation, mine, and and the greatest generation is has passed mostly now, and uh, even with the last twenty years war that you fought with with that, uh, that you have uh, an abundance of excess space in the Veterans Administration that should be utilized to take people mm-hmm. homeless off the street 
And, uh, you know, I suggested that your government could come up with some kind of core uh, that, that, that we, we, you know, I delve into this, and there's two or three different ones already that are in existence, like a, a rehabilitation core. And even if some of these people, particularly people that are, you know, addicted to drugs, you know, spent six months to a year in a veterans facility, which they're, you know, they're one of the best in the in your country for drug issues. Uh, it would help clean up uh, your country. And, and we know the physical job of cleaning up can be done like in a couple of weeks. Cause we saw that in April, right. Or excuse me, November mm-hmm. with the, you know, the meeting that, that was held in San Francisco and we were all shocked to see how fast in less than 10 days, they could clean it all up and move all these people out because they didn't want world leaders to see what a dump San Francisco was. <laughs> True. And then with, Within 10 days after the meeting, you know, they are all back, tents and everything else. Well, that's, I don't know. Well, we're seeing that here with um, all the campers and everything parked all over all over Bozeman. Any uh, any street that housing is eventually going to be constructed on is full of trailers. That's right. Well, you're a seasonal, you know, you're a seasonal city, so tents don't work too well in the winter. Yeah. It's a bit difficult. I was going to say, anybody that's in Bozeman, Montana in August and doesn't have a job or, uh, or heat, uh, you need to start going toward uh, Wyoming and Nebraska and Texas yeah. and whatever. Uh, California. Yeah, work your way. Washington, Oregon. Work yeah. your way yeah. south, you know, because it's, uh, yeah. I'll tell you, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> not where you want to be. <laughs> Uh, due to this judge's action, if I had a business in New York, I would be moving away as soon as I could. New York is going to lose tax revenues because of this. How can this lawsuit have standing if no one, no harm was done? Seems like old f- uh, flip-flop flat top has tons of dark money hitting the airwaves already with ads from Democratic PACs. And I would agree with that. Uh, mm-hmm. Tester is everywhere on the tube, that's for sure. And uh, well, I, I, it, it, all of this is going to come to a, a crescendo. Uh, crescendo, it? crescendo. It, thank you, good man. I appreciate it. File thirteen wasn't working for me. I have it uh, on that. the fifth of <laughs> on the fifth of March. Yeah, because as of the fifth of March, uh, if as we expect, uh, Trump does well and wins most, if not all, the primaries, he's the nominee. What does that mean? Well, now it means the Supreme Court has to involve themselves. Yeah. They have to. That's what they're waiting for, which, to, to my chagrin, I guess that's an old world word I can use, mm-hmm. they haven't reacted already to the Colorado matter, but they'll have to react to this when it's appealed. Uh, it, it'll have to go to the Supreme Court because the two appellate courts in in new york or democratic so it'll have to go to the supreme court there will be no case in in uh, washington for uh, july 6th it's been suspended indefinitely and the case in in florida basically is gone because the justice department didn't charge or even consider charging uh biden for his document so uh this this is why this is going to be such an amazing thing to watch 
as as all of this plays out to the advantage of Trump, and uh, and that's a good thing because it's real, it's honest, and it's true. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, from our text line, 406-478-8298, uh, fun fact, no migrants at HRDC homeless shelter. Guess they are too good to be there. Someone got them housing. So Now, now I have to qualify what I just said by saying this. There's always a strong possibility that as Trump wins all of these or they're overturned these cases, mm-hmm. that the Democrats come up with a whole new line of argument that, in fact, there is a two-tier system in the country. One for Trump, because <laughs> yeah. he's got the money to fight us, yeah. you know, and then the rest of you, and hope that people will look at Trump and go, well, you're not a, you're not a victim, you know? <laughs> you're just a wealthy guy that can appear to be a victim. I mean, I don't know. I, with everything that's happened, is nothing would no. be put, you know, aside for these guys. All right. Uh, your microphone carries much influence. Use it wisely. People trust you, Tom. Don't steer them where they want. Steer them where they need to be. Yeah. Well, that's a matter of opinion where they need to be. So that's a nice quote. We're not supposed to do our own opinion here. So, but what do I know? Of course we do. <laughs> it's a personal point of view. Then that's right? true. That would be true. So. Well, let's see. Uh, PPV. Yeah. <laughs> well, the largest, uh, I got to be careful with this one, Shane. We got a strike against us on uh, YouTube for uh, comments uh, that I made on uh, vaccines. So uh, this, uh, <laughs> for the benefit of uh, YouTube, this is from Melissa Rudy, Fox News. Largest ever COVID vaccine study linked shot to small increase in heart and brain conditions. And this was done in New Zealand. They analyzed 99 million people who received COVID vaccinations across eight countries. And they monitored for increase uh, in 13 different medical conditions uh, in the period after they received the uh, shot. And the study, which was published in the journal Vaccine last week, YouTube, it was published, so found that the vaccine was linked to a slight increase in neurological blood and heart-related medical conditions, uh, according to a press release from GBDN, whoever they are. So. Well, look, the bottom line is I went and I went and, I went and reviewed this with regards to um, vaccinations in the last 50 years. And in all cases, there was a 1% to 3% issue with the vaccine. And uh, there was uh, less than 1% of, the, of everyone that died because of it, directly because of the vaccine. So that, for the greater good, smallpox and other terrible viruses that they've cured with vaccines are better off gone. Mm. So th- th- this is a reality of, of, of what we're faced with as a species. Uh, the second thing is is that uh, the vaccine was really meant for older people you know, to uh, help them with uh, being able to resolve this type of a cold. Because, as we know, COVID is just another type of cold. And uh, the elderly and, and those that have issues with their lungs that 
created the problem. But it, it wasn't big. It that was that there aren't enough people and in New York in particular they cared about to do that for. Number two, they needed to do this in such a way that it would provide them the opportunity in the 2020 election to, you know, overwhelm the system with ballots and, and so forth. Number three, um, they, they wanted to have uh, the ability to create the opportunity, not for now, but for the future for something like this, and to spend these vast amount of money to convince the American public what, that what they were doing uh, was right. And, uh, you know, regrettably, uh, the percentage of elderly people most affected were the ones that really died because uh, they, they weren't provided with the benefits they could have. And, and there's a lot of nat natural path medications that we now find out could have worked just as well. But um, yeah. there you go. Fake Fauci, phony Fauci, whatever you want to call them. All right, coming up, uh, the feds have opened a fourth investigation into Montana State. We've got a former congressman running for the House. Uh, the Montana Guard assisted in the border operation in 2023, and Belgrade has a new ranking. So we're going to talk about all those when we come back, right after the news. So stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. It is uh, eight minutes after the hour of 10 a.m. Mountain Time. It's Saturday. It's February 24th, 2024. Tommy, go off on the line <laughs> in studio. Shane Madobin, half man, half amazing. He's in Cantaloupe's Canada. And if we only had a fact checker, Shane, <laughs> I don't know what we'd do. So. I'll push a button, Tommy. <laughs> All right. I'm going to push a button. Caller, you are on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Oh, hey, good morning. Right on, John, here. Uh, glad to talk to you boys again. Hey, out of the gate, well, this is going to be fun and serious, uh, some points and everything, but uh, that, they should change, uh, like, the title of outdoor radio show to Amazing Tom and Shane Show, you, you know, what, what, what shows up on the app. <laughs> um, I'll start running through this stuff. Uh, you think that the Supreme Court would try and stay faced about the courts and just take it upon themselves to uh, take over this uh, uh, New York issue because uh, it's really putting a really bad stain on uh, on the court system. Um, is Palestine a member of the United Nations and Israel? If not, have they? Uh, if not, they have no right on taking a, a vote against Israel. Um, that, uh, it's, and even Biden, um, uh, Greg Giafforte, our governor, my buddy, uh, needs to follow Arizona, make it illegal for undocumented migrants to, uh, enter the state, make it a felony for businesses to hire illegals. Um, uh, uh. And then uh, the Zoe Zephyr part and those around it and everything that uh, want to declare their this, that, and the other thing and change the birth certificate. certificate. The state made it illegal for anyone to change their sex on the birth certificate unless obvious, obvious clerical mistakes. So, um, sorry, Zoe. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, oh, um, even if we bailed out of Ukraine, um, the, uh, the European Union 
has a ton of money that they're putting in. And because they've been slacking on uh, UN and everything, uh, it, they can pay a little bit more even, and we can take a break so we can uh, take care of our uh, our, our monies. Um, pharmaceutical prices here in the states, how how can they charge as much as they are? We, we need to we need to do something with the FDA. We need to do with something uh, in that respect there. Because they're they're just out of control, as well as the colleges and u universities. How can you charge forty one sixty one thousand for tuition, and and uh, and what you for what you get? But on a on a on a fun note, I've been writing a short little song. I got I got a, list, a short little paragraph here. Um, I'm I'm working it on out, and we have flip flop. Flat top and pretty bold bullock. They want to take away your guns and even your bullets. You voted for this. You voted for this. You voted for this. You voted for this. Something like that. I don't know. I, I got to write a little more. <laughs> <laughs> <Get crazy. laughs> so give, ta- you give like Taylor you, Swift a call. She'll help you out with that. <laughs> yeah, since you don't uh, like using Visa MasterCard or whatever. Um, I'm uh, doing some uh, Ubers and DoorDashes and stuff like that, so I think you got to pay by credit card. Otherwise, you might see me at your door. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so have a great weekend, boys, and uh, and everybody that's listening throughout Montana. And uh, I hope we survive this uh, Biden extravaganza. Yeah, me too. Thanks, John. All right. Always good to hear from right on, John. Well, Montana Absolutely. State University is a subject of another federal investigation, the fourth one, Shane, uh, this time to determine whether the university discriminated against uh, students with disabilities. And what did they do? <sighs> they failed to clear ice and snow from designated accessible pedestrian routes and building entrances. Can you believe that? The university would deliberately not clear snow and ice from designated accessible pedestrian routes well living in the two greatest country clubs in the world is beyond me Hmm. i mean i have this issue and i i'm amazed that every intersection i go to has uh you know wheelchair access and and scooter access Mm -hmm. off the curb and we have talking lights and you know blinking change the lights and (laughs) when to cross when not to and you got 20 seconds to do it, so I, I I don't know what the situation is there. It just seems to me that uh, mm-hmm. if it's not if it's a city street and everything like here, they they salt it all. So yeah, there you go. yeah, I don't know. We're against salting, I think, uh, because of all as much as we have to the try. runoff. Yeah, well, the runoff too, but as much as it damages the you know damages your vehicle quite severely. And and the asphalt, yeah, that too. So, yeah, the uh, yeah, this goes back to uh, fall of 2022, and uh, the letter um, also uh, the requesting information, and we'll continue to work with the Office of Civil Rights. Uh, but between uh, October and January, the federal office opened at least three investigations into. Um, MSU handling various types of uh, uh, 
discriminations. Well, it has to come from a federal prosecutor yeah. in your state appointed by Biden. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there we are. Uh, let's see. So we got some satirical news from the Babylon Bee, Shane. Uh, the New York mayor warns illegals that they will be moved down from five-star hotels to four-star hotels if they keep attacking the police. So, Oh, and then give the five-star hotels, they threw the vets out, let, let them back in. Yeah, let the well, vets back yeah, in there. That, yeah. that would be the right thing. Yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, what else have we got here? Uh, the GOP is full, uh, on conspiracy theorists, uh, gone and gone and chased out of the intellectual, uh, sorry, gone and chased out are the mm-hmm. in- intellectuals replaced by poorly educated sheep. How I miss the Republican party. Those that have chosen to support a convicted sex offender have shown us uh, a great deal about themselves. So. Oh, all you people who supported uh, Clinton, uh, you know, you got to answer for that. The best thing you can do to educate yourself is to read the Jack Smith indictments uh, are the just the first 12 pages. Then you can have an opinion. I already have an opinion. Trump is guilty. Trump's guilty beyond compare. What do you think? How's that? Well, work? I have a point of view. I, you don't just have to... Uh, you know, read the indictment, but Wikipedia this guy and see how he's turned and squirreled the the law um, in ten cases of uh, uh, situations like this, all of which have gone to the Supreme Court and been overturned. This this guy's a failure. He should have mm-hmm. been thrown out of the Department of Justice fifteen twenty years ago. Yeah, Trump's guilty. That's it. End of story. Okay. If we. If you say so, you man. Guys, your going, show, he's your going call, to prison. He's call. going to prison. No doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> if we lose to Joe Biden, I will blame every one of you ratings chasers on talk radio for for lifting up the worst candidate over Haley, who would be a landslide. Let me reiterate that. Town Square Media, which is upstairs now, it was just down the hall, but now it's upstairs. Uh, they could care less what my ratings are on Saturday. They, they don't care at all. The only thing they care about is there's three hours of, of something on the air. And if they can get it free, so much the better. So to insinuate that I'm doing anything for ratings... Uh, that's, no. Nobody's called me on the carpet to tell me what I can and can't talk about, so. Well, if you'd be kind enough to send me the Bozeman uh, magazine so I can see our ratings, because I got the one from you for 2022, I'd be able to say to someone, they don't care about our ratings, but they're the best. That's why they don't talk about them. Well, we are the number two best radio show in uh, the Bozeman Magazine uh, listening area, I guess, or voting area. So, um, hey, if we're number two, we're just going to have to try harder, Shane, just like Avis. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you talk more, Thomas. Yeah. That's the problem. No one cares. Sad. (laughs) I guess it is. It is sad, I'll tell you. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, 
Monday was President's Day, and the biggest dummies on the planet gathered across the street from a particular vermin-infested go uh, golf motel to support <laughs> for their favorite rapist. Uh, once uh, Donnie Rape Fingers found out that uh, noted parking garage litigator Anna Halva couldn't fake being a lawyer, he tried to, to get rid of her, uh, even so far as to fire her via a post on her own crappy app. So, I don't know. I thought she did a good job myself, Shane. I know very little, so I don't have a personal point of view. All right. Well, as long as we're on politics, former Congressman Denny Reberg uh, is announcing he is going to uh, bid for Montana's Eastern House District. Uh, so, yeah, he has uh, thrown his hat in the ring. He represented Montana in the U.S. House of Representatives from 2001 to 2013, is uh, running for Montana's Eastern Congressional District, and uh, he uh, touted his previous experience in Congress and an asset and to an already overcrowded uh, primary. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how uh, uh, how uh, Denny does uh, up for trying to return to Washington, so uh, we'll see what happens. Well, props you. out to Danny. I, I knew him when I grew up on that drive, and mm -hmm. you know, we played in a little park at the top of uh, that drive on Rimrock there. And so yeah. you go, Danny. You, you mm -hmm. go get that, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's clear, the pl plans for the seats incumbent um, – uh, Matt Rosendale dropped out of the Senate race against Tester, uh, claiming uh, Trump's endorsement of Xi was the reason. I'm not sure that was it, but uh, at any rate, earlier this month, Rosendale announced a widely anticipated run for the U.S. Senate, but uh, that fell through. So whether he will uh, stay in the race and run against uh, uh, Denny Reberg, uh, will, uh, I guess we'll wait to be seen. Uh, so. Yeah, that's right, Eagle Man. That's what we're here to watch and inform. That's it. So, I I can't I can't give you any more than that. But uh, I will tell you, for most of 2023, the Montana National Guard soldiers quietly participated in a federal mission at the southern border with U.S. Customs and Border Control Protection under a joint task force aimed at combating the flow of illegal drugs and organized crime. Uh, the Montana National Guard's assistance to federal border enforcement agencies was uh, uh, done without the public not acknowledgement that typically accompanies the deployment and return of Montana service members. It's only it's the only time since 2014 a deployment ceremony was not publicized prior to the mission. So, approximately 20 service members from the National Guard detachment uh, went to the border to assist the uh, border folks down there. So Montana has a border presence in the National Guard. And SpaceX and NASA landed on the southern part of the moon this week, which is wonderful, and uh, looking for water. So it'll be interesting if they find water. If they do, it'll be a station on the way to Mars. So yeah. that's pretty interesting. They're still moving ahead with plans to put people on the moon again by 30 Five, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. 
Well, you folks in uh, Belgrade uh, need to pat yourself on the back. You are now the eighth largest city in Montana with 10,941 residents. And uh, uh, you're uh, right behind Kalispell, Helena, Butte, Bozeman, Great Falls, Missoula, and Billings that round out the top uh, eight uh, in there. So congrats to you guys. Livingston is number 13. Uh, and... Uh, Four Corners is number 21. <laughs> 56. Where's Two Dot? Yeah, Two Dot. Uh, let me find Two Dot here. I'll, I'll find that for you in a second. Uh, let's see. Where is Two Dot? Uh, I saw it last night when I was looking through this list here. Three Forks is number 58. And uh, Roundup, our friend Nancy over in Roundup, uh, is number 61. Uh, let's see. Big Timber with uh, Jerry is uh, 66. And two dots in here somewhere. I know it is. <laughs> West Yellowstone's number 83. Uh, Churchill is number 87 for those of you who live over in Churchill. And uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, we're getting into where they don't have a link anymore for them. <laughs> Well, when I was a child, traveled with my father across the state of Montana where he was building wells for the, the majors and wild chatting with his friends. Whenever we drove through a town like Dudot, there's one thing that you, you knew made a town in, in, in Montana. They had two things, a post office and a bar. Yep, that's all you got to have. Post office, bar, and, you, and a church. You need a church. You know, but... Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't see two dot. I know it's in here, but <laughs> going down the list, okay. there's quite a, quite a few of them. So, um, it was meant as an LOL. Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah. So, so anyway, well, congrats to the Belgrade uh, community over there. You guys are doing a great job. You're growing, uh, having, uh, growing pains. I, I would imagine, uh, cause you get to a certain point, you got to fund a, a fire department, uh, full police department and all of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's right. tough. So, well, in other news, we've got a, we've got a, a fundraiser, uh, for, uh, Iho Pomeroy, uh, who is, uh, many of you know, uh, uh, Bozeman, uh, city commissioner, um, suffering from, uh, cancer and, uh, they have a fundraiser planned this weekend. Um, and that'll be at, um, at uh, her uh, her place, uh, she has a brain cancer. Uh, underwent surgery to remove a tumor. She resigned from the city commission, uh, cite, uh, citing her diagnosis. So, so um, let's see. Uh, the fundraisers also. I hope. Yeah, the fundraiser. I hope. I hope. I hope. Green Korean Grill. You have on the list here is planning a fundraiser because <laughs> he's now moved to hospice care. Think about that, people. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, February 25th from 11 to 3 uh, for the Cancer Support uh, Community of Montana. Uh, the restaurant was opened by the former uh, city commissioner over 20 years ago as planning a fundraiser uh, on uh, Saturday, uh, or Sunday, rather, uh, February 25th. And that's right next door to the uh, Pioneer Museum on Main Street. So if you want to. Check that out and uh, go in and show Well, you serve up good food in Bozeman. I, I, one of my favorite shows on TV is Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. 
and they've been to Bozeman like three times. Well, we have we have our dives, no question about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Shane, do we really even need to talk about uh, <laughs> the GOP shutdown? Uh, we've got till what the first first of March to do this. Every time we shut down. What what happens when the government shuts down? The park the parks close. Who cares? The national monuments close. Who cares? Uh, non essential personnel who I'm wondering if they're non essential. Why are they there in the first place? Are sent home, and um, you know it's it seems like things go on as normal. What do you what do you think? Everything you know everything changes, but seems the same. You, you know, a, a, a jury in New York City uh, that was sued by the state found that the NRA's Leperier, or whatever his name, who, who ran it for 30 years, is guilty of misuse of funds and has to pay $4.8 million back. So there you go. Yeah. Wow. 30 years and, you know, mm-hmm. really? He misused. Five million dollars over thirty years. I, 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 that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Too many taxi cabs. There you go. <laughs> From our text line, uh, Norris has the bar <laughs> bar post office combo. Norris is three hundred and seventy eight in the in the list. And let's see. Somebody want to know about uh, pony? Uh, let's see uh-huh. if I can spell pony. <laughs> Pony's number 288, and uh, so they have a population of 137. So there you go. Wow. So that's pretty good. So, And let's see, uh, two dot is uh, 16 population, and uh, they're 439. Well, there you go. It is a, it is a little town. Yeah. <laughs> City limit signs are on the same post. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, yep. Electric Company's a Sears diehard. Yeah. All right. Moving right along, we've got to talk about some other stuff here because uh, we've got to talk about uh, Mercedes-Benz, Shane. They are out of the... They're getting out of the car business. The electric car business. Yeah. We'll talk more about that when we come back. 1882. You bet, buddy. We're out of time. Go. Yeah, we will. So we'll talk about that. General Motors. A lot of other ones are also uh, deciding that uh, they're gonna they're gonna cash out of the electric car business. So, so we'll see how that plays out as we go along this morning. So stay tuned. A lot more to come. We'll be right back after the news at the bottom of the hour. City limit signs are on the same. 27 minutes for the top of the hour, the final segment of uh, Tom and Shane Open for Business. Saturday, it's February 24th, 2024. Tommy Galoff, your morning mayor in the house. Shane and Tom and Half Man, Half Amazing in Kamloops, Canada. And uh, uh, to this day, nobody's been able to demonstrate any fraud evidence to amount to anything. Uh, Republicans could show a study that showed election integrity is a problem. Oh, wait, the Heritage Foundation did a study and found fraud was almost non-existent. Then turn the study uh, because uh, election suppression is their game. Well, 
Nobody has come forth with any evidence that the uh, election was uh, stolen. So there you are. Well, you have to say that once a week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they don't seem to get it. I guess we have different listeners, different weeks. I don't know. Uh, well, Mercedes-Benz has joined Ford and uh, General Motors in delaying its goal to produce fully electric uh, vehicles by 2030, citing uh, slowing consumer demand and overly ambitious goals. The company says the new aim is to uh, for half of vehicles to be either hybrid or electric by, electric by the end of the decade. You and I won't see that, Shane, I don't think. Uh Current sales for Mercedes all-electric battery-powered vehicles are currently making up just 11% of the company's total sales, an increase uh, to 19%, including hybrid vehicles. And uh, so, yeah, electric vehicles, uh, once people have them, the, the regret sets in, Shane. The buyer's remorse begins. That's correct. And as we've reported for the last six months, you know, the... Hybrids are the only ones that are successful because they're they run on both, yeah. and uh, they don't need to be charged because when the when the mm-hmm. car's running on gas, it, it charges yeah. the, the battery. Uh, but the reality is, Ford 1.5 billion in losses, and, mm-hmm. and GMC, you know, same. And uh, no matter mm-hmm. what the government does, uh, no one pays attention because it's just expensive. Second thing is. Not as every country in Europe, Asia, and, in, and even probably the U.S. has moved the date mm-hmm. forward, you know, when they'll have no combustion manufacturing of cars. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. We've, we've talked about this ad nauseum, electric cars. Um, you know, the biggest problem is the grid. We don't have a grid to support electric cars or anything close to it. So that's our that's our issue. So how that uh, how that's going to play out? I don't know, Shane. So you know, when you look at uh, the uh, the buildings, the high rises that are going up in Bozeman right now, um, and you figure each one of those uh, each one of those rooms has one or two cars, uh, where are you going to charge them? You know. Yeah, right. So. And where are you going to get the electricity to charge them? Well, that's the other thing. You know, unless we start building dams again or Montana Power uh, comes back from the dead. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, um, and our weather, uh, our weather is not very uh, helpful to, uh, uh, you know, EVs. Uh, I think most people, uh, most people would probably feel that, um a hybrid would be the smart way to go. At least I would think so. Well, the first state that goes off the grid and sets up a state utility for electricity will lead the pack because mm-hmm. right now your grid is at 110% or more and it's only going to get worse because infrastructure costs are so exorbitant and mm-hmm. the only way to produce it is gas or coal and no one really wants that. So yeah. you're stuck. Mm-hmm. No, you're you're right on that one, but uh, yeah, when we look at uh, when we look at the cost of of uh, some of this stuff, you know, it's 
I, I don't know, Shane. It's off the charts what the subsidies alone, uh, you and I are paying for that just like we're paying back every uh, every uh, rug rugrats uh, um, student <laughs> loan, you know. So <laughs> it's it's sad. It's a sad situation. So I don't know. Well, it's just one of those things that you, we, it, it's beyond me. The Supreme Court says the president can't cancel student debt and shouldn't because it's all owed by the government anyway. So instead of it going from the asset side of the balance sheet yeah. for your national mm-hmm. budget, you yeah. know, he wants to put it to, you know, a debit side. Yeah. And uh, all that does is increase your debt. So. Well, not all of it's owned by the government. Uh, There's people who have uh, refinanced through private uh, facilities. So, but yeah, the a a lot of it is is uh, government owned. But I don't know. The (laughs) you don't know. I don't know, man. (laughs) Getting back to electric cars. EV subsidies from taxpayers, gasoline car buyers, and utility rate payers, that's $48,698 that um, over a 10-year period, uh, the the life of a 10-year uh, electric vehicle. That's what the uh, taxpayers, uh, the gasoline car buyer, and the utility rate payers are on the hook for, 48000 Six hundred and ninety-eight bucks. Not a small amount. It is not. It's not even close to a small amount. So, and the true cost of fueling uh, an EV, including extra charging costs and subsidies, uh, seventeen dollars and thirty-three cents per equivalent gallon of gasoline. So you're paying seventeen bucks a gallon to. Uh, fuel and uh, take care of your electric car. It, it, yeah, we, it, the numbers are just, you know, they're outrageous. I mean, the only thing that's keeping Musk and, mm-hmm. and Tesla in play is the $35,000 car he's selling. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. You know, yeah. no, one can, no one can come close to him because it's robotic manufacturing. Yeah. Well, that's where we are. Yeah. Uh, over 60% of Republicans believe the election was stolen. Uh, scary how easily they're led to a lie. Uh, I know nobody who regrets their EV. Well, talk to more people. <laughs> the problem with EVs is right-wing media. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he's texting uh, and it's keeping me, uh, keeps flipping. Uh, the problem with the EV is right-wing media will have none of it. Uh, they worship oil companies and think EVs are liberal, so they hate them. I don't care about oil companies at all. All I care about is when I go out and start my car, it runs and gets me somewhere. I don't care if it's electric or whatever, but uh, there is certainly always a gas station somewhere that has gas. So. European EVs are selling great because they are, uh, you're going to have to stop texting. <laughs> well, uh, you know, look, I, I, I have to say this at least once a month, so yeah. I will. Steel bearings 
are required for industrial production without steel bearings, no industrial production of anything, yeah. and they require lubrication. 90% of everything we walk through is made from oil because of petrochemicals. Yeah. So because of lubricants and petrochemicals, oil will still have to be uh, drilled for, found, uh, processed so that mankind can exist in the world we have. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, you and I forever have talked about no more airplanes, trains, or airplanes on oil. It's got, you know, it's something else has to be dealt with. But uh, you know, we're still waiting for the technology, right, Mama? That's what we're waiting for. That's what I'm waiting for, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, Shane. That would be a great uh, name for your show. <laughs> I don't know, Shane. <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> do I say I don't know a lot? <laughs> no, I do. Oh. You're talking about me. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I, Thomas is brilliant. <laughs> Puts this all together. How he has. He's the producer, the production manager. Yeah. He, he runs the board. So yeah. you, you should all mm-hmm. bow to him and pop out to the great eagle man from the... Yeah, well, uh, unfortunately, that, that's I, a thank you. Yeah, that's a thank you. Yeah, I'd be uh, no, a, from you from you to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whichever you say. Okay. Uh, I pulled this uh, thing up for the EVs, and now it's locked everything up. So <laughs> that happens. Right? Yeah, I know. Well, it always happens in the last half hour. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Every single EV reduces uh, gasoline demand and lowers your gas prices. Get a clue. Okay. Well, I'll get one. Help me out. <laughs> Come on, quit. And, of course, you know all the people sending this stuff in about EVs yeah. don't have one. I mean, you know that. Well, yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, I know they won't have one, so. Anyway, the 17, uh, 1733 compared to a gallon of gas, that's the true cost, cost of fueling an EV, including extra charging costs and the subsidies that taxpayers have to pay. That's where the 1733 a gallon comes from. It's not pulling up and, and uh, you know, you're to some charging station oh, and charging five bucks. Oh yeah, right, right. So no, that's not the that's not the deal. So uh, let's see. EVs do not need oil changes, alternators, fuel pumps, water pumps. They are they are vastly more reliable. Well, I'm sorry. They better have some kind of uh, lubricant, or otherwise they're going to be in real trouble. Even your okay. even your bicycle needs oil. The wheels. You know, all the carriage, uh, it's all, they all, it's, you know, all the choir oil for lubrication. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, the question, uh, what info am I citing? Uh, so let me pull it up here. I am citing, uh-huh. hang on a second, let me pull up here and uh, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Uh, this is the overcharged expectation, unmasking the true cost of electric vehicles, and this is done by Texas Public Policy Foundation, uh, by uh, Brent Bennett and uh, Jason Isaac of the Texas Public Policy 
Foundation. So you can look them up and uh, see uh, see what uh, Trumpicans they actually are. So there you go. <laughs> All I know is Trump is going to prison and EVs reduce demand for gasoline for the rest yeah. of us. Okay, well, good. That's it. Well, then in that case, that's an advantage for me to keep my gas-guzzling, planet-killing SUV then. If, it's, if your EV is going to reduce my gas prices, then I am down with you, man. That's right. I mean, if Trump's actually in prison, I mean, his, his carbon footprint collapses. No oh, Air Force One or Marine One or, well, yeah. you know, no caravans of cars when he drives around <laughs> somewhere. I mean, he'll be, he'll be way, way ahead of everybody else. <laughs> Uh, this is Jeff, still trying to stay out of the politics morass you have on your show, but I did want to uh, send something interesting. If you type in U.S. Uh, drought monitor for a Google search, a great site for any information on dr drought, including state maps, uh, stream flow projections, soil moisture predictions, fire outlook, and more. So there again, um, if you want to do that, uh, type in U.S. drought monitor uh, for a Google search, or use perplexity.ai. Either one. Well, whatever it's updated with the three storms this winter that hit the, the west mm -hmm. coast of California and <laughs> Oregon. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. it, I, I feel sorry for these people. Fires in the fall and water in the winter. Yeah, Ooh. there you are. <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe our last item of the day, Shane, here, uh, we got to talk about uh, the economists. Uh, they, they are forecasting a uh, lower recession forecast. Uh, you and I have uh, talked about this quite a bit. Um, I think both of us feel that the uh, stock market is overvalued. And, um, you know, uh, with the problems that uh, China's having and Europe and the NATO and everything else is having. Uh, does that seem, are you more or less uh, positive about no recession? Uh, I still say we are in one. Uh, it, it's not a V. It's an L. It will continue. And, you know, it's interesting you mentioned it real quickly. The swans have landed because, uh, you know, the, the Dow Jones is, is up. Mm -hmm. um, uh, S&P 500 is over 5,000. And, mm -hmm. and we're talking about less than 8% of the stock. So yeah. um, the big one, of course, is uh, Japan is back. And everybody's all excited because, you know, it's now back at its or it's, it's not a new all-time high of 39,000. It was at 36,087 when it crashed and it's taken them since then to come back. Uh, a year ago, I predicted that moving past 36 was you know, uh, definite uh, danger and now with it exceeding to 39. want to remind everyone out there that these same people aren't including the fact that 18% inflation is why the stock market's up 18% overall. Aside from the Magnificent Seven, which dropped to the Magnificent Five this week, because yeah. two, you know, <laughs> didn't get their numbers. But anyway, there you go. That's it. All right. 
Uh, let's see. Um, what have we got here? <laughs> type, type in Google Jack Smith indictment. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Trump's guilty. Uh, Trump is guilty yeah. beyond uh, any reasonable doubt. Any any uh, wise person would uh, know that immediately. So, yeah. So you can stop with the indictment because Trump's guilty. I mean, no question. He's going to jail. Yeah. He's on his way. <laughs> They've got his cell ready. <laughs> Got the gold That's toilet right. in there. They got, they got, and it's padded. It's yeah, padded. it's a padded cell. So, <laughs> red leather. Okay. <laughs> With red buttons. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, somebody he sent me. Silk, a, he's got silk. Yeah. He's got silk sheets. He's, he's not going to hang himself. Yeah. <laughs> Well, somebody sent me a solution to the charging problem, <laughs> a link to uh, okay to something, but uh, uh, I uh, it's a picture of a bunch of cars, <laughs> so oh, okay. I don't know what it I don't know what it's supposed to be, but it's supposed to be the uh, answer to the charging problem, but uh, I don't see anything other than it's in uh, a foreign language. So, <laughs> photography, well, Tesla also, say, particulum, generatum, g anonymum, ali nash issue, the voice bizen. I think it's German. Okay, they could solve the uh, charging problem by putting a charger uh, on both sides. You know, you can plug in you from either side. On your car. Yeah, there you go. Or yeah. at the same time. That won't add to the cost. No. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Great. Well, I'll be amazed to learn how talk radio has uh, has lied to me if I just read the Jack Smith indictment. And I, I don't have to read it. Trump is guilty. Trump is guilty. I don't have to read the indictment to know that Trump's guilty. He's going to jail. He's going to prison. Come on. I don't need a piece of paper to tell me Trump's going to jail. Jeez. Lighten up. <laughs> what do you think, yeah. Shane? Tell he's going. Only has 100 counts I, against I, him. I, you think? I, I, it's, it's great because everyone knows that's not going to happen. So the number of times you keep saying it is is as is, is important as the number of times we could be saying it isn't going to happen. Well, so yeah. it's an oxymoron because it isn't going to happen, but we have to mm -hmm. say it's going to make everyone happy. Don't want to rile anyone. <laughs> well, uh, our last item of the day, I'm assuming here, is going to be a national security threat is about Russia's plan to put nuclear, 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 nuclear. nuclear. Weapon in space. Uh, the uh, U.S. has informed Congress it has a new intelligence de detailing Russia's desire to put a nuclear weapon in space, according to U.S. officials, in a, mo in a move that could pose a major threat to international security. The intelligence confirmed by two officials not authorized to speak publicly on the matter <laughs> will be the subject of a meeting between Joe Biden's top national security advisor and congressional leaders tomorrow. So, wow. What do you think? Wow. And I think that nobody believes that the intelligence services tell you. Yeah. 
They've been proven. You know, it's, it's the old thing the police say. We have to get it right 100% of the time. Yeah. Bad guys only have to get it right once. That's you know? it. And yeah. uh, trouble with your intelligence services, they've gotten 100% wrong. And they keep trying to get it right once. And they don't. Yeah. It, with with exception, I mean, they know how to overthrow countries. I mean, they're really good at that. <laughs> what about what happens when an EV is in an accident? I I understand they have to be submerged in water to prevent fires. <laughs> and yeah, uh, emergency uh, services can't cut people out of them. I don't I don't know why they couldn't do that, but um, well, I'm, I'm not sure about that. I I think that. <laughs> If you look, you'll find that the emergency services are using it like a oil spill or gas spill and using yeah. foam because mm-hmm. water on a battery creates no cyanide mm-hmm. and that cyanide acid. So, no, I don't think they want to. I mean, they, they may flush it first with water to put it out, and then I think they cover it in foam. Uh, something like that. I don't know. Um, and they definitely use cat cat litter. You know. Yeah. See, I I just said I don't know, Shane. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It amazes me how many people uh, get their new info from talk radio instead of reading the indictments. <laughs> oh God! Another person that. Are these all different people? It's not the same. No, nah, I think it's the same guy. I don't know. Same, oh, well, or same woman, for that matter. I don't know. I don't know again. Uh, <laughs> generator on the rest, uh, a rear of the Tesla, Shane. Just tow a generator on the rear of it. That'll take care of the charging yeah, problem. Right. Run by gas, Tom. Yeah, that'll be it. Yeah, I'll have a gas generator back there. So. Yeah. <laughs> remember when Russia helped Trump in 2016 and 2020 to get elected? No, I don't remember that. I remember Google and, uh, and uh, LinkedIn and... Uh, Spotify and uh, Twitter Network, helping him. CNN, ABC, yeah. CBS. I remember that. Did. Yeah, they all they all went all in on Trump. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to say uh, Putin didn't have anything to do with Biden's Biden winning or Trump losing, uh, or Trump mm-hmm. winning for that matter. I mean, that was all social media locally. He so, might like to think he did, but he yeah. Didn't. I mean, that was pretty well debunked by everybody, everywhere. All right. uh, And we reported it. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Oh, well, uh, I don't know. Newsom showed up uh, at the White House, Shane, with a bunch of other governors. And my theory is, in the last seconds we've got left, uh, my theory is they're there to... uh, change election laws in their various states. So say goodbye, Shane. I will indeed be happy to be safe, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the call. That's Brent Forever Thomas. It was great spending this time with you every week. It makes my week. And uh, everyone, live in the moment. Moments all we have. And be happy with the job you have. So live to work. Do what you want to live in this lifetime. It's very short. All Great right. living in the two best uh, uh, you know, golf courses in the world, country clubs in the world. And uh, we'll talk with you and everyone else next week. All right, man. Thanks so much for being here. Appreciate it so much. All right. That'll do it. Hey, if you're listening to us in South Carolina, get out and vote. <laughs> We're excited to uh, be here every week, and uh, we will see everybody next week. I am out of here.